This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. and Skip in for Pat and Stu today. And when Skip originally put this program together, he said, okay, we're going to be filling in and we'll do some different things. And I said, yeah, that's right. So I came to a day later and I go, hey, what do you got for the show? And he goes, um, well, um, and he started hesitating. And so we got to put some stuff together so we're going to talk about it. And he's like, yeah, that's right. I'll, uh, I'll get some stuff together. And then I come in and he goes, uh, we're going to have a bunch of guys in the program with us today. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you got to put together topics and news stories and what we're going to talk about or whatever. I think this is you just being lazy. No, here's, I mean, here's what I was thinking. Like, at the end of the day is that, I mean, we've been here in Dallas now for a little while, too. We've been filling in on, on Glenn Beck's radio yes, show. Yes. We've been helping out uh-huh, with Dana's uh-huh, show uh-huh. and Glenn Beck's That's TV right. show. I'm getting a little tired, man. I'm thinking maybe we get someone else to kind of help carry the load of that. That's not what built America. That's not what built America. It's not the attitude that built America. It's people that you weren't tired. What would you do if you were in a foxhole right now? Defending America. That's would, why he doesn't walk the wall. Up and cry. I'd be watching out for the fox if I were you. That's, that's, that's the first thing I'd be doing. <laughs> the fox. So joining us today is, uh, of course, Lawrence B. Jones. On Twitter, it's at Lawrence, Lawrence B. Jones, Jones 3111. The number three? It has to be the number three. Gots to be the number three. It's on Twitter. Uh, We've got Andrew Herzog joining us as well. And on Twitter, that's... At Andre Herzog. It's a V, not a W, and then there's a T in my name. So yeah, because the, so v, the V makes a whole lot of yeah. sense, doesn't it? Oh, it does, if you're German. Brad, are you on the <laughs> no Twitter? No one told me that there would be like a spelling <laughs> test today. He's That's trying his best. Okay. I am. And it's at Doc Thompson Show and at Skip Lacombe if you want to join us on the Twitter. Uh, right off, we got to talk about <laughs> why is this still in the news, the gorilla? The stupid gorilla Harambe. Dude, I would have Why? thought over the weekend this story was going to be, oh, a story for the weekend and completely go away. But for some reason, mm-hmm. it's the, I don't know, maybe it's the Cecil the Lion effect. This story will not die. <laughs> Unlike the gorilla, like this the story thing, yes. will not die. Yeah. All right, so the latest is apparently the Cincinnati Police Department is investigating the parents. Finally. For, for what, though, is my question. Wondering, Stupidity. what did you do wrong? Okay, but is that illegal to be a stupid parent? Yeah, uh, it actually is. It should no, be. That's what it's called. Yeah, but that's what it called, says it's on the book. It's called child endangerment. Well, that depends on if the child was in danger, doesn't it? It was. Or if it was in danger as a direct result of, of lack of action or right. action of the parent. Yeah. He was in danger enough for them to shoot the animal. Unless there's one other possibility that they're investigating the parents because they think there's something else going on and this or is their selling drugs. Or <laughs> so they're like, you know, we've always wanted to question these people and investigate them, but this is our excuse, probable cause because of the child. But wasn't it a babysitter? Didn't, didn't was it a baby? Was it actually the parent? Oh, or yeah. was it? No, the parents actually parents work at a daycare. The okay, the parents the mom, were there, though. The yeah. mom works at the daycare. Yeah. 
Which why? I am afraid. Let's find out why. The children. <laughs> we demand please. to know why. Skip, uh, should the parents be investigated? Um, I, I would say probably not. Although you've really kind of turned me around on the story. When I first saw it, I mean, I was really hard of the uh, case of, you know, it seems like it's the parents' fault. I don't see how as a parent you can allow that to happen. Um, but you've really said, I mean, you know what? I, people miss things. You can't be on guard 100% of the time. We have the same type of thing about the, uh, the kids, uh, parents who leave a kid in a hot car. I think, how could that possibly happen? But, I mean, if you take your, your mind off things for a second... I mean, okay, I would say I mean, it's, it happens. it's rare that those things would happen mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're being a responsible parent, but it can. I mean, it only takes a split second. Give me an example. Skip and I are coming to you from Mercury Studios Dallas today. We're not regularly here. We're regularly at our home in northwestern Arkansas. We are staying in an area that is near a little canal along a waterway. And my wife was in town for a day and had our, our two-year-old son. And he is 10 feet from this little canal and in a second, he can cover that distance to the canal. And I'm walking all between him and the water. And I keep telling my wife, you have to stay between him and the water if you don't have his hand the whole time. And, you know, so you can get to him before he gets to the water. And I'm trying to explain. She's like, I'm right here. And I go, you don't understand. They're fast. I go, they're fast. Mm-hmm. And there's a slight decline. He trips. He's in the water. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and I want him. He was sprinting and covering 10 feet the other direction in a second. Which, so, that's that, why I, mean, I want to judge the parents on this, but I, I do see that yeah, angle, too. But that's one child. But I read child- there were articles that there were several kids that these people were trying to keep track of. Oh, so as, of course mean, they're going to lose track of, their, of the kid. Their daycare, you mean? Daycare or their own kids, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but child endangerment has there. nothing to do with um, if it was accidental. It's putting the, the safety of the child mm. when it's in your custody at risk. But, but Lawrence, wouldn't they argue then that you're wa- if you're not properly watching the kids, exa- then that they are in danger? That's exactly right. Okay, so, so you think the they were in danger we, if they were When I was on the CPS board in Dallas, we face this all the time. Mm. If you put the child's life um, at risk because you didn't do something, because you weren't attentive. You know, it happens all the time where kids, they burn themselves Right. Uh, on things. Well, where was the parents? Oh, I was asleep. Mm-hmm. I just, I had to take a nap. Now, th- now, that seem- now, that's a pretty obvious extreme. Okay, the kid, fend for yourself. I'm going to get 40 winks here. I'm right. going to, you know, <laughs> take a 45-minute nap. That obvious case. This one's a little more of a gray area. I mean, is there, in your mind, uh, Lawrence, a-, a situation where a parent could take their eyes off the child for a second, the child gets hurt, and the parent not be responsible? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sympathetic of it, mm-hmm. but... There but there's still there, there's there's cases of it, but but the problem is is that when you're a three year old, the parents think for you, you know, and so you can't if you're gonna let, allow your child to walk around or run around, you have to be attentive of them. Mm-hmm. The, the child is in Period. your custody. You have to. So be to be attentive. clear, you think the investigation should be going on? And oh, these parents most probably definitely. should. And they should be charged. charged. I don't know about charge. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to hear more They're about. They're definitely responsible. The okay. history. I'm okay of, with the. I'm, you know, I'm okay with the investigation going. And on. I'm not saying the parents I'm should be locked the up and use right. custody of the child. But some sort child. of responsibility. But there needs to be some type of consequence so they understand the severity. It, Andrew, you're well, with him on that? What's, well, I want to know what the consequence would be. You can investigate the parents for being negligent, but right. what, what, what are you going to do? What Make if, them buy a new gorilla? What if this was an accident? Right, yeah. no, and that's what I'm what saying. What if it was no one's fault? <laughs> yeah, but there are people that accidentally p- pull the trigger every day. 
and they still there's still a cost for it. You know, that accidentally do all sorts of things. Have but you ever have you ever had an accident? Have you ever done yeah. anything accidentally? And, and you have to pay the consequences for it. As no, well, but I think it, I think what he's getting at is there are times that you have an accident that you weren't necessarily being negligent. Right. Right. It, it just is happened. just a, there are those times. So we're we're trying to decide how do you that's define the case that? Yeah. Experience. Well, Brad, do you have kids? Okay, this is what's interesting. That's so funny. The All older two were... guys on the program that have, <laughs> that have kids <laughs> are, are coming down on a, yes, you have to be responsible sure. occasionally, on rare occasions. These things do happen. There mm-hmm. are true accidents where nobody is at fault. The three younger guys that do not have kids are saying absolutely parents are fault. I would think that would be... Well, no, that's why I'm saying. I mean, you've really won me over <clears> the <throat> argument of it, too, because, I mean, I don't have kids, too, and I, I, I'd like to think that, well, I don't need kids to have a perspective of, of, of things related to kids, but I know that's not exactly accurate. I know that there's going to be situations in which um, you just aren't going to have that perspective exactly. of unless you've been there. Like I said, I, I forget things all the time, though, too, but I think, oh, no, if I had a kid, though, that's one thing I would never forget. And that's that's going to be front of mind that. now. And the that's the only difference. This was an accident. Yeah. Accidents happen. Mm-hmm. You know that was the mom's argument, so, right? Okay. Well, no, and that's the thing, though, Skip. Uh, it, it is a little area. People go, "Oh, you, you don't can't have an opinion. You don't have kids." I always find that. Yeah, I don't like BS. that. It's, it's, it's not that. It's that little extra piece where you're saying, "If I had a kid, I know I would watch them well, better is, than these parents." That's also area. No, this is the reason that's that's why I don't piece. have kids. Is because, because I know that I'm not well, lack of dates. No, this is a <laughs> lack of dates is going to help. Yeah, that's the reason I don't have kids either. There, that's the reason I don't have kids too. No, this is why I don't have kids because I'm not ready for the responsibility. Okay, you know, to you'll never be ready. Maybe I'm too selfish right now. Is ever ready? It is easy for us to say it because we don't have kids. We can say, oh, I would be so. I would keep track of my kids. I know I would. I would never happen to me. I wouldn't allow my three year old to just be running around. It's going to happen one day. Your hole is going to bang his head on the wall. Or yeah, something. exactly. It's going to be a bloody mess. They will fall yeah, down but the in stairs. the safety of my house, you know. But you see, you see, you're really All threading that needle. I'm like, there's wild animals everywhere. <laughs> you might as well just throw the damn, the damn child in Africa and just let you're him You're in a zoo with lions, tigers, and bears. <laughs> you got to be on your guard. Come on now. Oh, you know, Lawrence get, is going to have the bubble wrap on, mm-hmm. right? right. They're going to have it. Right. Right. Well, I've gotten so hypersensitive too that I mean, I'll see kids like playing around like my apartment complex or something, or climbing up on things, yeah. and I have that moment of, oh, yeah. and I, I realize I'm getting older and more like paternal in my mind. Like yeah. I'm more like, oh, okay. like I'm going to be a wreck whenever I have kids. All right. mm-hmm. to, to be honest, though, you've gone right from paternal uh, to, to not being paternal to grand paternal. Maybe a little. <laughs> kind of skip paternal. Uh, maybe I am getting more of that. But I see it in the mall all the time. Like these kids are running around. They're doing things that they shouldn't be. Yeah, and that's I'm like, crazy. Where's your mamas and daddies? Yeah. Where, where, where are y'all? Where are y'all? Oh, they're not there at the mall with them, or they, the kid just took off. A lot, of, lot of parents that have multiple kids. You look at them with the first kid, and this is a standard joke. You look at their first kid, the first kid is perfectly clean, tight, whatever. They've got them the whole time. You get three kids in, you're like, ah, he's fine. Yep. He's fine. <laughs> I'm hired. Hey, you're fine. As you fire out of their mouth, he's picking up off the right. floor and wiping yeah, off. And- I, one of my sisters in particular, she has three boys, and they're all adults now. But her first one, she was very uptight and very, you know, wound very tight. And her first one was perfectly clean. If he had even a, a, a speck of dirt on him, he was mm-hmm. clean, whatever. By the third one, she's like... Yeah, he's out in the puddle. He's still safe. Yeah. If there's no <laughs> blood, if there's no blood, you're fine. You're fine, yes. right. That's here's, it. here's my new question with this story, though, is that how has this been getting the type of media coverage that it does? I mean, yeah, saying, because you have people seeing, like, on Twitter, the gorilla amazing. was black, unarmed, and 17. Exactly. <laughs> That's the real <laughs> wait, wait a minute, Lawrence. Wait, what is that? <laughs> the gorilla was black, unarmed, and 17. It's a oh, black used in America. Like they just I'm, compared the I'm gorilla to. That's what I'm saying. It, w- which he was black. He pulled the he kid's pants up. And he is 17. 
Actually, he was silverback, okay? Let's silverback. not just throw down labels here. Right? Wow. Yeah. Gorilla lives matter? Gorilla lives matter. Okay, so this is what is crazy about the world we live in today. That It's not just an interesting story about parenting or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's now taken on the, the vigil of animals. You right. know, you're having a vigil. Should the parents be investigated, all of this? And now you're bringing race into it. Right, exactly. What about economics? Are we going to bring that into right. it? That he was poverty-stricken? Well, this is the deal, Doc. One other tweet says that the gorilla was taken from his homeland, Africa, <laughs> Put into captivity and then kill to prefer, preserve white life. That sounds familiar. So now we're making a direct comparison towards the, the kid was black. Trade. The kid was black. It was not white. Wow. Wow. This is and there's people that they're serious about this. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. They're but dead serious. My question, though, is why? Why does this become the biggest story? This has gotten 54 times the coverage that the 69 people got shot in Chicago over the exactly same Memorial Day weekend. There is a report that came out over Memorial Day weekend that explains moral relativism, saying that only 45, 35 percent of Americans believe truth is absolute. So only a third of the population believes that there is such a thing as absolute truth. The other, you know, two-thirds are saying, no, it's, it's subjective. Each culture needs to determine it by itself. Do what you want. Do what makes you happy. That's why you have a bloody ape that just got shot and everybody loses their mind about that instead of the human being that could have died. It's moral relativism, thinking like, oh, the animal is more important than the child. Wow. Isn't you it just the that- fact that we just never... How often do you hear a story about a gorilla dragging a child around in a zoo? Mm-hmm. So it's more interesting than others as well? It is yes. far more interesting than... Uh, your garden variety. Then the 2016 crap we've been hearing for months right. or years, really. Well, and, and again, I mean, a whole bunch of people getting shot in Chicago isn't exactly breaking mm-hmm. news at this point. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not uncommon. It happens right? every place, day, which is horrible. every weekend. Should it, their it parents horrible. be investigated? I think so. The parents who's, of the people who were well, shot dude, in Chicago? There's a, yeah. a lot yeah. of neglect going on there, I guarantee you. Well, no, and you're right. To, to Lord's point, okay, many of these people are, are poor. Right, these are poorer people in Chicago. Younger, were they raised improperly because their parents weren't taking care of them? Right. I mean, I'd I mean, say investigate that. I grew them. up in poverty. My mom was very young when she had me. She had me at sixteen, and so she still had to do her job as a parent. It's like don't lay on your back if you don't want to take care of the right. kids. I'm sorry. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, people do it. People have kids at fourteen, and I'm not saying it's the most responsible thing to do, but it happens. Mm-hmm. But you still have to take on the responsibility. You're now a parent. And I'm sure she know? did her best. Yeah, she did a great job. Look at me. <laughs> I didn't say a great job. I said I'm sure she yeah. she did her best. I mean, you know, with what she was working with, she probably really you performed know, miracles. She, she did you know. Okay. Lawrence is kind of a big deal. Just ask him. Yeah. No, no, I'm just like, you know. Kind of a diva. It yeah. helped that my dad married her, you know. That but, helps out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was around. Yeah, like he was around. Dad, you know? around. Yeah, he does a lot of action sense. Good fashion sense. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You know? yeah. All right, we're going to get a break in, but if you would, please join us on uh, Twitter. Again, it's at Doc Thompson Show and at Skip Lacombe for the two main ones, and we'll, uh, we'll get some of those coming up as well. Uh, do we have, are we screening calls today? Can we uh, take some calls or no? Uh, we could try. 888-727-BECK. You want to join the conversation about Harambe. Should the parents be investigated? 888-727-BECK. We'll get to those coming up on the Pat and Stew program. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. 
But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Can skip in for Pat and Stu today, along with Lawrence, Andrew, and Brad helping us out. We're talking about Harambe, the gorilla that was shot over the weekend, and how crazy it is that the parents are now being investigated. And I don't think the story is going away because there's going to be a couple of other wow. shoes to drop somehow. Uh, so they'll, they'll go back through their Facebook and find that one of them made a negative gorilla post three years ago mm-hmm. as a joke. There's some meme in their past or something like that. They'll have them on a camera. A hunting picture. A hunting picture. Something will come up. It's just going to keep going. And don't forget, it, yeah. was a, it wasn't just a gorilla. It was a teenage gorilla. That's right, a teenage gorilla. And a black gorilla, black, apparently. He struck down in the prime of his life. A gifted, like, black, Technically, quiet. if a gorilla lives to be 50, They're he was close to middle age. Is that gorilla years? Is that? Yeah. I think those, don't they live to be about 50? No, 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 seven, no, that's gorilla. That's, that's actually human years. So they're similar to human years? No. They live to be about 75? So he was, he was, he was close to middle age. All right. Uh, let's go around. Skip, what should happen to the parents then? Uh, from what we know so far... But what we know, what should happen to the parents? Uh, probably nothing happened. I'm okay with an investigation to make sure they don't have a meth lab in their house and that they <laughs> might be proper parents or whatnot. What, no, what? I'm just saying that there's nothing uh, completely janky going on. But You're setting yourself up for some hate mail. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Make sure that these parents are actually providing a safe environment okay. for them. Just based off of what we know. Which just is in case there are gorillas running around their house. <laughs> you never know. You, you just right. You or never 30 know. You pit bulls be... that aren't there or something. You know, Not right? even say that both pit bulls are dangerous. I'm not saying that. I think the parents are real, real trouble, though. There's a petition that just went up uh, less than 48 hours ago called Justice for Harambe. What's his name? Harambe. 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 It's almost at a half a million signatures. Uh, and, wow. they, and this petition is saying that the parents should be criminally charged uh, because, at, because of their actions, it put the uh, animal at risk. What do you well, think? He's what not at risk. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. From he's what dead. we know so far, what should happen to the parents, Lawrence? I just think there's, there needs to be an investigation. Um, there has to be an investigation. Let's say, I, well, to investigate well, what? What specific? Uh, right. To yeah, that's that's where it gets really. No, they need to investigate. Did did their actions uh, put the child at risk? Like, okay, based on the story, not their personal the life or whatever. Just right, based no, on okay, based on the story. Okay, what we know so far, if they don't find out any new information, like oh, here's video of them beating the hell out of their kid and mm-hmm. running them through or whatever. Uh, it just what we know so far. Mm-hmm. What should happen to the parents? Um, I, I think there should be a warning for from Child Protective Services saying, hey, especially there's going to be even more scrutiny since she works at a daycare. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know that you have to watch children. If I'm a prosecutor, I'm bringing that up and I'm giving you this warning saying, hey, you know, we're going to drop the charges here, but this is a warning. We're okay. going to be having our eyes on you. Okay, teachable moment for everybody right. else, too. Andrew, what should happen to the parents? That sounds about right. A teachable moment where 
you know, you could try to find the parents, but think about it. Because the gorilla's dead, and they took his sperm, which is a nice little side note, he can have really? kids. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. They did. They're like, well, don't worry, his genome will still survive. Oh, like, oh thank Just God. Just wait for a year oh. when that story comes Ooh. out with, with baby Harambe Relief. comes out. Yeah, exactly. And it's wow. going to happen at the Cincinnati Zoo. I guess it makes Everybody is going to want to go, and they're going to make bank right there, okay? So the, the zoo is fine. Even <laughs> though the animal died, the zoo will be fine. So make it a teachable moment mm. to say, you better watch yourself. Because Brad, what should happen? We're stupid. What Watch if yourself. no one is av- at fault? So what everything if? just moves on. Somebody's at fault. We exist. I don't think so. I don't know. How oh can you say that? How are we going to know? How can you find oh that out? Is God. it the fence manufacturer? This is what's is wrong with America. For, treating, for, for, for having the fence too short or too tall or too mm. wide or too... I mean, who? Well, words, I, I mean, you're saying that there's there's no possible scenario in which somebody shouldn't have to be blamed here? Yes. There's somebody, not a possibility that crap always, just happens sometimes. No, crap just don't happen, though. There's always a little push. Uh, let's let's use a traffic example. You know? Let's let's use an accident in traffic. You're not exceeding the speed limit. You're stopping at the stop signs. Everything's fine. You get into a fender bender. Sometimes it's just an accident, right? Yeah, but it, it just but, didn't yeah, happen but. by itself. Yeah, but you were riding this tail the whole time, and you decided it didn't necessarily mean it was illegal. Maybe you still it wasn't illegal, but you shouldn't be riding, and as a result, there's some consequences for hitting that fender. Okay, well, aren't the up. consequences though the accident as opposed to any type of legal? Yeah, action? but there, there ha- doesn't have to be legal. But somebody was at fault. That's what I'm saying. Like things just don't happen. Okay, you All know. Right. I and, see what you're saying. And I'm not, I'm not putting it totally on the parents, but somebody mm. did something wrong. <laughs> And I love how committed you are to your <laughs> You know, whether it was defense manufacturers, whether, whether it was the zoo not making sure things weren't tied up, whether it was the parents not looking out for the child, somebody messed up. Is it possible that Harambe was just tagging the kid on, though? I think it's his fault. Yeah, but it's the animal. Oh. <laughs> that's what, 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 that's what if, what if the blame no falls on Harambe? It's a freaking gorilla. I think it's yes. his fault. I think it's his fault. Taunting the kid. Well, also, exactly. he he no, hold on. Also, he the there were three gorillas in the enclosure. That's Two right. of them left when they were being called. Harambe didn't. That's right. Mm. Harambe chose to stick around and play that's with right. the kid. He brought that's it on right. himself. Mm. Harambe is an animal. <laughs> Harambe is a majestic, intelligent beast. Okay, put him in a circus. Okay, his life matters. Mattered, Lawrence. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gives up. I say uh, nothing should happen to the parents, nor should they be investigated beyond what happened at the zoo that day. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was this is what should happen. That's Re- not how it happens, though. They always go back into your past. <clears throat> they should not. Because it has nothing to do with that. They've taken you, a beating so far. They've taken right, a beating in the media by all of us. Right, if you, yeah. what, you're going to go into their house, you're going to look at their emails to what? Show a pattern of child abuse? Because, if, if it's no, there. because Well, no, because this was not a, uh, they beat the hell out of the kids, so we need to go back in their past and see if they, at other times, have beaten the kid up. If they want to go back into their past and look to see if they've ever not held the child's hand at the zoo before to make sure they didn't climb over the fence and there were incidents, fine. Beyond that incident, you look at the videotapes and you say, there's no reason to charge well, them, and you move on. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they should If they have a meth lab in their basement or growing pot, that is irrelevant to this yeah, story. But that's no, I don't what think you... they should be going through their email, but I'm okay with them having a sit-down conversation with the people. Yeah, but that's not, that's not how the investigation works. They, an investigation, they always go through your past. Yeah, and I'm, they should not. But then we shouldn't have an unless investigation. That's true, unless it's based on a similar issue. It's based on child endangerment. Yeah, and it, so they but, go but that's back, too big of a blanket. They, See, they I, go back and say, hey, what have the parents done 
that have put their child in danger before. But Andrew, that is, or, or uh, uh, Lawrence, that is such a a, a broad field. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it's right. No, no, no I know. I'm just saying. Oh, so, for okay. example, yeah, let's say okay. the parents had been questioned because they saw him giving the kid alcohol or a toke of a joint. If you want to go back in and say, have they done this before? If we have reason to prove it, I'm fine with an investigation like that. But if you say then. Well, we also noticed they weren't holding his hand at the zoo last Tuesday. Yeah, or something. yeah, that's a little. That's that a, that's isn't little, the same thing. So you, so you do want them to go into their past? I don't. You, I don't want okay. them to, but I know but that's how investigations okay. go. Okay. He's saying doesn't want it, but it's going to happen. It's okay. going to happen if they're, if they're conducting an investigation. They're going to go back and say what criminal record do these parents, which they've already started to say, the dad did some of weed or something. Yeah, no, yeah, they've already and done. So, oh, yeah, he was on pot. I'm telling you, check for That's why you don't ask for an investigation. Investigation with a boiling pot of water yeah. is in danger. Yeah, as a PI. So if the Don't child, was, if any of their kids were right. ever in the kitchen when there was a boiling pot of water, they put their kids exactly. in danger. If you go in the backyard, you're exactly. a terrible parent. Right. Before I take a case as a private investigator, I always say, "Are you sure?" That you want me to dig, right? Because if I dig, I gotta, I gotta dig all the way. See, and I, I think what we've discovered here is there's a serious breakdown when it comes to how parents are treated and whether or not they're being responsible parents. Yeah. For example, if they start investigating Lawrence because he's accused of whatever shoplifting or something mm-hmm. like this, yeah, at times well, they, they may out find about that about you, huh? <laughs> I know. I mean, <laughs> they may sure. find oh. other things. But really, it's not pertinent to that case. They are looking mm-hmm. at the case, something that proves mm-hmm. their current case. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're saying child endangerment, that's like saying, well, Andrew, we, it does matter that you did all these other illegal things mm-hmm. because we've proven you're a criminal now. Right, you right. see what I mean? Child endangerment's like saying, well, the parents are just blanket criminals right. in other cases. That's not right. It's, it's going to be ugly. <clears throat> that's why I said, are we sure we want an investigation yeah. to happen? You know? Andrew, you brought up the, uh, the the end of morality last segment. I'm, I'm just curious about this. Uh, if we talk a little bit more, I'm fascinated by the idea that we there are some people out there that not do, do not believe in absolute truths, but it's also absolute morality. Right. Okay. So the report was saying that the population is concerned about the state of morals and ethics. You know, it's like a human nature. They're like, so we're all concerned. What is right and what is wrong? So the population is concerned about that. Millennials, Gen Xers, yes. everybody's Everybody. concerned everybody's about, concerned it. about okay. that. But no one can seem to agree on what is morality. Well, what is morality? Is it absolute or is it not? And it says, you know, 35% say it's absolute. Hmm. So only a third of the population says, no, yes, it's either right or it's wrong. Whereas the other two thirds either didn't think <clears throat> about it or they think it's subjective and it's relative. So here you That's got people who are saying, hey, this, this ape was innocent, and then this is the story of the week. This is what we should be talking about right now. Well, that's their moral code saying that, and then you have people like us that say, wait a minute, what about the kid? What about the human being? Well, wait a second. Uh, we have different morals. And so let's explore the about. idea of absolute morality in something like this. Would you agree that uh, murder is an absolute immoral act, absolutely across the board, and everybody should agree with that? The way is that an absolute murder? Murder? No. I mean, murder. well, murder. Yeah, killing, killing, killing is different. Kill, killing murder somebody's life, not unjustly, for, unjustly, not self-defense, not mm-hmm. war, none of that stuff. Yeah. I just say, murder. Bang! I'm killing Skip. Yeah, is that ab- absolute? You're murdering him. Yeah. Okay. And we should yes. offer you Christ and pull the switch. Okay. Okay. Very good. <laughs> well, what about things that are that are more of a gray area? So well, see, that's you... the thing. Is it, with this argument, I think that there are some uh, moral absolutes, but not everything is an absolute. There's, There's a lot be of gray, gray areas with a lot of issues, but I think everybody could agree that murder, as it's defined, okay. unjustly. So there are some absolute. Um, there is some absolute morality. What about? 
skip ogling some lady's breasticles while she walks down the street. And by the way, breasticles is a medical term. We're going to use oh, yeah. program Can we keep it clean, chi-chis? Yeah, chi-chis. Skip, <laughs> skips out, not that you would ever do such a thing, Skip, I know. Of course not, please. Um, skips walking down the road. He sees a lady walk by, and he's like, holy moly, wow, whoa. <laughs> Many people would be like, wow, you pig, you disgusting. That's very immoral to ogle her, to think of her in that way. Mm -hmm. Many people would be like, hey, they're out there. I didn't attack her. I didn't assault her. Those are that's not immoral. So is that a that's a, one of the gray areas is I that, think that a lot for a lot of people because mm -hmm. there are definitely some people that would not have a problem with that and there are those people that would say that is absolutely uh, immoral, immoral and wrong. So mm -hmm. absolute immoralities. Uh, there there is some. There are some, but not everything. Morality, but not everything is absolute. Do you agree with that, guys? It's all in the presentation. Was it immoral what she was wearing? So a little bit's on her and the circumstances. She had an overcoat on. It's right. not her problem. Right. Mm. If she's out on New York Times Square and she's just walking around and it's all And I'm obviously talking Skip's actions being immoral or not. Right, Skip's. Well, then I, you can implicate her and say, well, look, you were the one putting his mind in the gutter. Right. So you're you victim blaming. Now. So you're victim exactly. shaming, oh, you know. She should, have, she should have been He's in the bad part of town up. when she got raped. Is that right, Andrew? She <laughs> he didn't rape her. He just looked at her. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying. That's the example. But no, you can even say people use the argument of I rape at this point. That is an actual term I've yeah. heard online. Shut up. Ogling. They You're were undressing me with me. your eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You never heard that? No. Yeah. They're like, quit undressing me with your I'm eyes. I'm doing it right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. <laughs> okay. See, but do you understand when... Oh, God, bro. <laughs> when you're in that gray area of what is immoral, like ogling, then the extreme becomes women in burkas. Right. That Then even that is not enough with the little eye slit. Now you need only one little eye slit, because even that, the double eye was too tawdry. You see what I'm saying? That's the extreme. Yeah, there's ranges of morality, I would say. Yeah, you know, versus the ogling and then murdering a, a child. And it goes back to being premeditated. It's the worst. If it's premeditation. Like, so Skip saw her far off and was like, when she ogling. gets up here. I can't here, wait till she yeah, gets here. She is. Oh, there man. it is, right? Like yeah, that? I can't wait for this. Does it not fall under the golden rule, do unto others? As you would want As to, done, you unto you. done unto you. But here's the deal. That doesn't always work, because maybe I want to be ogled. That's what I'm saying. Oh, God. Maybe so she wants to be ogled. Yes. So, so I can ogle only if I'm willing to be ogled back? Exactly. And if you, you don't mind being her. ogled, oogled, ogled. But then you're like, like, you need, upon. like, ogling consent agreements at that point, though. Oh, they're coming. So mor morality is or is not in the eye of the beholder. In some cases, they're absolute. In some cases, it is in the eye of the beholder, so, like beauty. So, so let me throw this curve, curveball. CNN just released uh, uh, eyewitness accounts of this incident. And in one of them... Of Skip Ogling? Yeah. Nothing happens. Of the whole gorilla thing. Okay. The little boy himself had already been talking about wanting to go in the water with the with the gorilla and the mother said no you're not no you're not and then the kid went in so she was being responsible then no she was not she told him she told no because because the little brat was wow. gonna get in there wow he was gonna get in there so he you're, so you're right he's a, he was a, an incorrigible child it's not his parents fault no, but he it made it known. He now that I think it about known. it, if you hear your child say, "Hey, mom, I'm going to jump gonna in," do it. no, that, you're not. That does make it incrementally worse in my here. mind. Too. Na naturally, when you say no to your child, you should expect them to do it. Especially if they're three years old, right? Isn't that right? What if, in fact, they're gonna they're, do it. yeah, three or four? What if, in fact, 
there was another child in this group of children that they were watching that was about to jump into the tiger pen at the same time that this one slipped. Then into get the all the kids pen. away oh from God. the gorillas. Yeah, exactly. Okay, time out. All the kids away from the gorillas. Go to the zoo. No more zoo for kids. It has been proven that. Why are we keeping animals in captivity anyway? In the zoo. Free the animals. Right. Please. I'm just as anybody explored the possibility of peer pressure. Oh Were there other kids there? The kid was three I'm years old. Peer pressure, oh three God. years and, old. And oh, so. had, uh, had there been some sort of gateway fence jumping? <laughs> you know, or gateway pen uh, oh intrusion. Right. Perhaps the there was another started. attractive, like, three-year-old girl this kid was trying to impress. I'm right. saying, does the Cincinnati Zoo have a petting zoo area? Oh some God. do. Where they're saying, it's okay to come in and pet these. Aren't they culpable then? Oh, my God. Oh, two yes. So we're naming them in the lawsuit. Lord, no. How can you not? How can you not? They've enticed the child. You no, know, like maybe the kid starts off petting like a kakuchi monkey. Or maybe monkey. the child was just attracted to the gorilla. Well, maybe. Wait. I'm just saying. I mean, look at. I mean, seriously. I'm not trying to be facetious, but <laughs> look at the kid when he's with the gorilla. He wasn't even scared. Yeah, he didn't seem to be. I didn't he hear any screaming. Eventually, he cried. Eventually, I cried. I mean, they always Eventually. do. But that's because they I'm shot right. his friend, right. the gorilla. All right, we're going to get some of your calls coming up. 888-727-BECK. It's 888-727-BECK. And uh, we'll also get to your uh, tweets as well. It's Doc and Skip and the rest of the crew in for Pat and Sue today. Skip along with Andrew, Lawrence, and Brad uh, in for Pat and Stu today. Uh, so, Lawrence, you found the obituary for Harambe? Is that yeah. right? You found his obit? Yeah, there's an obituary. Uh, and this is for the services they're going to have? Yeah, and so, like, this was definitely done by black people. Wait, wait, what are <laughs> you talking you, about? I'm, I'm serious. I'm going to tell you why. So, homegoing celebration is like a black term. We don't call ours funerals. We call mm-hmm. them homegoing. So it's like uh, some people say wake, some people say funeral, some people, but it's home, yeah. home going. Yeah, the wake, okay. we, we, we still have a wake, but the okay. home going is like, this is not your home, heaven is your home, so okay. we call it home going. Mm-hmm. So you'd have the, like a, a, a wake, a celebration, or a get, get together, the and then the actual view funeral. The, the wake is just to view the body. The, okay, yeah. and then when you put them in the ground, that's the coming home celebration. The funeral, the typical funeral is like, yeah, when you put okay. them, okay. yeah, that's the home His going. His last name was Silverback? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> they misspelled it. Harm Abe. And so they Denzel, didn't misspell it. It's not Harm Abe. It's Harambe. 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 It says Harm Mabe. Mabe. It's in cursive. <laughs> There's no A in there. H A R M. So you're saying you think this, and obviously it's a parody this now. Is, we figured out that this is done by. Yeah, because Denzel is doing the invocation. <laughs> Denzel, Denzel, Denzel Washington. No, it says Williams. Oh, come on. Look at that. 
Well, so apparently this is real. Yeah. And then there's a Old Testament and New Testament reading. Well, wait a is, second. Clifford the Big Red Dog is No, this is, this is not real. This, wait. Come on, let's make well, it real. Well, it's real. It's just not real. <laughs> it's not the actual right. Yeah, right, but right. who did this? They have way too much time on their hands. It's clever. It's funny. That is wow, funny. good stuff. All right, uh, Lawrence has uh, tweeted that out as well, so you can check that out. Okay, more fallout on the bathroom bills. These are the bills around the country where you can be transgender and go into any bathroom. You can't. It's a bill either supporting or objecting to this information, and now North Carolina is back in the center again. Yeah, this is all centered around North Carolina. It's an HB2 law that makes you have to use the restroom of the gender you were born with. Now, a lot of bands have been canceling shows. We had Maroon 5, uh, Pearl Jam, Bruce Springsteen, the list goes on. Lots of people canceling shows in North Carolina saying that they don't want to perform there because they feel that's the uh, right thing to do, taking the moral high ground. However... A lot of these bands are being very consistent with their overseas ventures. What do you mean? As Maroon 5 now is going to be heading over to Russia to play a set of shows. Well, there's nothing wrong in Russia. These people are transgender friendly, right? No, no, they have a bunch of anti-LGBT laws, specifically ones that make it illegal to distribute information or any sort of propaganda that would encourage same-sex relationships. Wait a minute, that's just because of the evil Republicans in Russia. I mean, Putin, he supports the the LGBT, right? No, that's pretty much the uh, the state control Uh, of it there, yeah. So, yeah, they they have a big problem with the homosexual over there, but Maroon 5 apparently feels it's still morally acceptable to play a show in Russia rather than North Carolina. Your thoughts, Doc? Uh, They're being hypocrites, and I'm tired of this stuff, too. We see the same thing from the social justice warriors, where they're so concerned about America. Meanwhile, the rest of the the rest of the world can do whatever they want, and they don't, not only do they not object to it, they support these other countries as well. Yeah, about 18 months ago, Russia said that you can't get a driver's license if you have a sex disorder, and that single out. Disorder? Wow. Trans, that alone, the fact that they use language like sex disorder. Yeah. If, by the if way, you're just gay record, or you have a disorder, no driver's license for you. That's I a, believe that's Skip has a sex five. disorder. I was no. going to say. No. No. I was going to say. No. He's got to write down to it, especially no. those in defeat. Who among, right. in defeat. <laughs> Who among us doesn't have a sex disorder? Right. I mean, y'all do. I'm particularly frustrated with this, because what about the people of North Carolina who wanted to go see Pearl Jam or Maroon 5 or Brian Adams or any of these acts had Who bought cares, though? Who we cares? People know that these people They're try to claim this moral superiority about being um, above all this and it's the right thing to do to cancel this, you know, because we, we stand with our LGBT people in America. We don't give a crap about the LGBT people outside of America, though. They don't care about their fans either. They'd rather just yeah, make exactly. their point. If, if they wouldn't show up for their fans, that tells you a lot about them. Why don't they just stick to making music? When Elvis Presley yes, was asked about politics, and he was the first to say that, look, I leave that to the politicians. I'm an entertainer. Well, and, uh, and let me works. read the announcement well from their website, too. This is from <laughs> Maroon 5's website. We've announced we'll be canceling our upcoming shows in Charlotte and Raleigh, North Carolina, because of the recent passage of the HB2 legislation. <laughs> this was a difficult decision for us to make not, uh, as a band. We don't right. want to penalize our fans in North Carolina by not performing for them. But, we're but in the it. end, it comes yeah. down to what we feel is morally what right. What we feel is morally right. What we right. feel is morally right. But they don't have that same type of feeling when it comes to playing in Russia, though. Yeah, so That's screw okay. you, North Carolina, but Russia, welcome. Wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't their message have reached more people and been more powerful if they'd said, oh, by the way, because of what we did in North, in North Carolina, we're also not going to play Russia because Putin, how dare you? Wouldn't that have, would it have benefited the cause? Mm-hmm. It would have been more consistent. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, not just consistent, but actually gotten their message out. If they're about right. agenda because of this stuff, right? It would have gone international. Oh, yeah. Or how about playing the concert and, and donating a portion of the proceeds to the LGB, uh, LGBT community? Yeah, to exactly. Or how about donating it all to LGBT? Tell you what, take the moral right. high ground and say, mm-hmm. you know what, Maroon 5, Brian Adams, a Pearl Jam, we are rich. Uh-huh. We don't need your money. Or just let right. all the LGBT get in free. Sell a special T-shirt. Yeah. You know, $25, it sections. all goes to LGBT. <laughs> 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 No, I'm just looking at this nonsense again that this is almost as bad as the stupid gorilla. This is a <laughs> no, now the gorilla, the gorilla is stupid. stupid. Yes, the whole it was a gorilla thing. Black gorilla. Oh, no, the entire news story around it is ridiculous. Wow. The dead. The bathroom the issues. Dead. The transgenders in bathrooms are solutions looking for a problem. Yes. Had anybody four months ago been like, you know... The transgenders, they're invading our bathrooms. We've got to do something. I was in a bathroom, and a man came in dressed as a... Nobody was saying this. Everyone was going about their damn business. And these nutcases on the left had to gin this nonsense up. And the nutcases on the right, who are so paranoid that somebody's going to be dressed differently in the bathroom. I don't know about you guys, but when I go in the bathroom, there's not a whole lot of socializing. Yeah, but in the women's bathroom, there is no socializing. Maybe so. They socialize in the bathroom. Define socializing. Hey, how you doing today? Like, for instance, with males, we don't get up and say, oh, we're going to go to the bathroom together. Mm -hmm. The women go, no. Oh, bathroom break? Yay! Everybody gets up and goes to the bathroom together. Flock off. In fact, I'll do you one better. I I don't like the... uh, They flock off. I I don't like the urinal talkers. No. Oh, Oh, that's that's a no-no. That's the worst. That's a no-no. I think we can all agree on that. But here's the deal. I think all of us here can agree on that. Who are the people out there that are thinking, no, I'm going to buck the trend to start a conversation. That's the guy code 101. Yeah, I mean, you, what you is, don't the, talk what is the percentage guy. of transgender people in America? Two uh, percent? No, it's it's That's under one percent. Oh, it's point zero three percent. Oh, it's even less. less than half of one percent. Yeah, it's less than half of one percent. But this is and listen, transgender people. I feel horrible for you. Wrong or right, I don't want to give you the morality of it. You and I get believe up, it's a legitimate problem for them. It is a problem for them, where they get up in the morning and they say, "Wow, I've got to try to get through my stinking day." And I've got to deal with all of this or whatever. Some of us get up and we got to go, I'm poor and i got to get through my day. Or I have whatever problem. This is a problem for them. And I understand it. I don't want to keep you down. I don't want any problems. I say go about your business. But the solution is not turn the entire country upside, upside down, down over yes. this nonsense. It's not serving you. It's not serving us. It's dividing instead of uniting and finding solutions. And if we are at a point, finally, where this has to be out there and we have to deal with it, this is an issue, rare issue, where we can deal with this. Very simply, one person, one bathroom, done. Exactly i got to be honest, I don't like necessarily going in the bathroom with all of you. Just so you know, I'd rather be by myself. <laughs> well, Starbucks has it right, and Starbucks has always had the unisex bathrooms. One bathroom in there, whoever needs to go, use it. Right. I, th- I think that's probably the way we need to go yep. for the future. Yep. Yep. But there's only one person in there at a time, right? Is that a problem for you, Brad? I, well, you know, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm in the mood to socialize... Oh, he's, he's I the social. I'm we found the social talker at the urinal. Brad, you're a urinal talker, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, he's also the guy where all the urinals are. Yeah, he is. He's also the guy where there's a line of urinals and he stands right next to you. Were were we doing shots before going to the Or because then if, you know. No, see, that doesn't matter. (laughs) See, no, we found the guy. He's making excuses. Well, I mean, were we doing shots? It depends on, well, there's all these possible variables to look at. No, you are the urinal talker. they have to hate? Listen. So much be what, 20% then, right? Years years ago, Skip and I are working in Detroit at a radio station. And I come to Skip one day and I'd gone to the restroom and I come back our desk for next to each other. I was like, oh, jeez. 
Skip goes, what's wrong? I go, oh, I was kind of a urinal talker. And we didn't, we didn't know everybody in the building, right? We knew very few people. We've been there a week, maybe, yeah. at this point. And Skip goes, really? Already? Urinal talker? And I was like, yeah, the guy, what's he? So I explained or whatever. It was uh, like, the next day. The next day, Skip comes to me. I found him. I met him. The, but there were a couple of wonky situations happening in the restroom oh, yeah. at that radio station. Well, yeah, so he didn't. He didn't touch you. He didn't come up and say like, "No, hey, no, no, no." Ah, it was not a. Was like, Don't you, touch me. Watch it, Brad likes this. No, there was very warm eye contact, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and this guy was not a. Hey, how's it going, urinal talker? He was like, "Hey, what's going on? You got to do that thing." The beautiful day today, man. Listen to your show. Everything you did was great. By the way, great. Was he gesticulating with both hands? Because that would have been weird. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty horrible. Yeah, that's All right, back in a moment more. Pat, Doc yeah. and Skip in for Pat and Stu. So the lieutenant governor of Texas has now encouraged the schools in Texas to ignore President Obama's directive about including transgenders in every bathroom that they can basically choose. Lawrence, what is the uh, right thing to do here? Was the president within his power and right to say, yeah, go ahead, schools, you must do this? No. Should he, he have said no anything? Authority. <laughs> he has no authority to do so. But what he's doing now is taking the money from the children because the money... Um, that they're using to pass this directive from the president goes through the free lunch program. Although, uh, and, and transgender is not a protected class at the federal level at this point. No, they say it's a civil right. So it's right. actually, they consider it... Right, they're, and they're going to try to make right. it part of sexual orientation, the, which it's not defined yet. But Not just sexual orientation, right. <clears throat> color of your skin as well. They're saying it's the same right. area. But at one time, presidents ordered de schools deregulated, sent in... Troops and Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Oh, well, here's the deal. I don't, I don't like. No, that's good. That's I don't good like argument. the president coming and doing this, but I don't know if I really like the lieutenant governor saying it either, because I don't think Obama has the right to say that. But even with that, I don't think the lieutenant governor has the right to say disobey the president. They're both saying. They're both suggesting. The president says, "Hey, y'all should do it this way." Then Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick is saying, "Well, y'all should do this." But he's right. No is forcing it. But if, to do it, I would say if he said, um, "Do what you want at the local level," because that's your decision in yeah, the community. I'm okay that's with fair. that. Yeah, but the local level is under mm -hmm. under it's under the state. The state has the authority over the over the uh, the education. Sure. Sure. One thing I do like is, is is Dan Patrick has said that. I mean, he's willing to forfeit the ten billion dollars he gets in education funding, federal funding, federal, federal funding for this moral stance. And I appreciate of, and that. And half of that goes to free and reduced lunch to poor kids. So it's going to be interesting. The left, what they're going to say? You're taking food off. The plate of kids. Well, the thing that I always find frustrating about this is when the federal government doesn't have the power over the states to do something, they manipulate the states with the dollars. Yeah. That was yeah. never intended. So wrong to write how you feel about this issue, whether Obama money. should or shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. This is absolutely wrong for him to go about it this way. It doesn't matter if they're a Republican or a Democrat. Mm -hmm. it, it boils down to the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. But, but it's you, not Bob. right now. The Thank few are it. the ones making everybody, everybody else uncomfortable. Hey, I'm transgendered. I'm going to go in the bathroom and do my business, and I don't care if you're uncomfortable. 
That's what the transgender people are doing. That's it's what so pathetic, show. though, because in Texas, they offered to give them their own restrooms and showers. Yeah. I would have been happy. Well, and that's what it means. That's <laughs> what it proves. It's not about being uncomfortable in the bathroom. This is about control and agenda. Exactly. Right. We got more of this conversation coming up. Doc, Doc and Skip, along with Lawrence, Andrew, and Brad, in for Pat and Stu today. Yeah, it takes five to replace those two guys. One more hour. Mostly Jeff, he's just back. Thompson and Skip Lacombe, along with Lawrence, Andrew, and Brad, filling in for Pat and Stu today. Thanks so much for joining us. 888-727-BEX, the phone number. You can also join us on Twitter with the hashtag what I learned today, at Doc Thompson Show and at Skip Lacombe. Apparently, gene splicing and genetic manipulation is becoming popular, interesting again. Every couple of years, there'll be new technology. It'll be uh, new reports on it, 60 Minutes will cover it or something like this, and it becomes a thing. Um, I'm one of those people that I believe in technology. We shouldn't stop, you know, uh, technology because of moral stances or whatever. But I think you've got to factor that in. You've got to consider what is right uh, from a moral standpoint, you know, uh, ethical standpoint, these type of things. And there are places that they want to go, or I've heard people suggest going with genetic manipulation, that does scare me a little bit, that I'm a little bit concerned about. Now, there's something called CRISPR. Do you understand what, what CRISPR is? It's, it's the tool that they use to genetically modify your DNA, and it's, it's, a, it's an acronym. I'm not sure what it's. Would this be post-birth, or we're talking for children? This is after somebody is born, before and they would birth. Before, before birth. birth, so this would be children. And there's a video that explains what this. Yeah, Bloomberg. Does. Bloomberg put together this whole video, and I think it explains really well how cheap it's actually gotten to do this kind of thing. And then that wow. makes you think, like you were saying, it's great technology, but at some point you think, it's scary. Should we go that far? When do we stop? Going further and just seeing how. Well, where do we draw that line? Where do we draw the line? Okay, yeah, so well, let's. It goes into it really Let's well. check the video to see if we understand it. Part one. Right now, there's a very special mosquito flying around a laboratory in cool. California. It's carrying a genetic weapon, one that might be capable of wiping out one of the world's most deadly diseases, malaria, which kills half a million people every year. All that suffering might end if we just open the window and let this creature out. But will we do it? The mosquito is just one project of thousands for a new gene editing tool called CRISPR that's absolutely transforming biological science. It's only four years old, but in preliminary lab experiments, it's already been used to eliminate HIV, reverse mutations that cause blindness, and stop cancer. It could even one day be used to reverse human aging. More than a billion dollars has been invested, and this really is just the beginning. CRISPR works like a pair of DNA scissors. Geneticists program a piece of RNA, much like they would write a bit of software code, and that guides the scissors to a very specific location on the genome. Snip, snip, and out goes any unwanted genes, and in goes the good stuff. The breaks in the double helix heal automatically. When do we get to the dinosaurs and how the T-Rex <laughs> comes directly into your I am all for that right now. Exactly. This is scary. Uh, okay, wow. So what we're talking is a brave new world here. We're talking mm -hmm. uh, eugenics here, right? 
a yeah, bit that, of, there's a bit I of mean, eventually, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. where this is heading, of yeah. course. Oh, right I now, they're it. talking about ending malaria or stopping certain diseases, but that's where it'll end. I hate it. Is that where, it, yeah, that, or where it should end? That's where it'll end. Well, it's not I, going to I, end with that. Well, I was they're one going of those people it. that was a, I don't know if y'all remember when they were first started talking about stem cell research. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, they're playing God, they're playing God. Mm-hmm. And then I got open to, you know, certain cases mm-hmm. and... You know, I, I think it's a good thing. Well, because they need to make extent. a distinction between embryonic stem, stem, right. stem cells and stem cells that can be used from living things that aren't, aren't it, harvested from dead babies. Exactly. And so I, I came around to it. But it's, it seems like every single time I try to become more comfortable with certain research. They push it? They push it. They it's push too much. it. That's what human beings do. Yeah, and that's we why I should have just said no we from the We push frontiers, minute. and that's how we make these new discoveries. That's how... <clears throat> We create things that didn't exist yesterday. Well, let's Vaccines. look at let's look at the right. the more obvious applications that most people would probably be comfortable with technology like this, and that would be curing diseases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I think most people would say, okay, you could cure some diseases. Maybe we do something like, like this. Like if we could obliterate cancer using this technology, hey, that's, oh, yeah. that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. However, are there some downsides to that? Okay. So we obliterate, obliterate, obliterate cancer. Mm-hmm. Got it done. Cancer is one of the leading killers. The different forms you add them all up, right? And then we can get rid of lupus. And you can get rid of and you go down the list, yeah. right? Now we will, no disease, we're all set. And you're going to live to be 150, mm-hmm. 200. Like my mom has lupus. I would, <clears throat> like, that would be so great. Right. But you see the but. problem with it. Now you have everybody living to be 250. The planet becomes more populated. That's pretty good, though. Okay, until we all run out of room and there's not enough food and there's not enough well, in the economy. Well, if we get immigration we under control, soil it green then it will be people. Fine. Right, right, right. We can eat people. But do you see, I mean, even something in, in that small application that we all want because we all know somebody that died something or we're going to get some horrible disease that is a really good thing, that's cool. Even that has a big downside to it. Well, it's, it's the unintended party pooper. Well, no, it's, it, no sorry, you can make a great point. It's the unintended oh, consequences that we don't know about. It's the same type of thing with like forest fires when they try to prevent certain areas and clearing the underbrush. It's mm-hmm. those forest fires and clearing and the burning of down that gives life to new things and actually creates the system and continues that forward. Yes, there's a temporary loss of a bunch of trees and whatnot gets cleared out, but without that, certain animals, certain <laughs> insects, certain uh, species would not. Survive. Yeah, like yeah. they kill birds, and I'm really excited about this. <laughs> well, well, look at like the endangered species list, for example. Mm-hmm. They keep these around. Now, I think it's cool when you still have those animals around. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want anything to become extinct. However, that birds. is part of the evolution <laughs> that many of the people on the left supposedly support that they want to stop. So people like us, although we may not believe in our evolution as design, you know, many of us are Christians and say, okay, I believe in creation. But I can also understand that there are some evolutionary properties. These people would say they believe in evolution as a creation, yet these people want to stop evolution right where we are now. I think they're trying to create T-Rex. They, I'm okay with that. That would be interesting. But no, many no, of these people no, think that we've no. created this apex of perfect evolution and that we should keep this homeostasis now of where we're at and avoid uh, uh, moving forward, too. Who knows that if in 100 years, if we didn't do all this other manipulation, we'd be these super beings that already had certain things. You don't know. <laughs> I got a question. I'm already a super being. I got a being question. And, you know, uh, Doc Thompson, Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, I got yeah, a question Doc. here. <laughs> um, so there are people out there that believe, even knowing Jeffy exists, this is the apex of human. <laughs> 
Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so some big drinkers, some crazy people out there. Uh, oh, yeah. No, well, I mean, think how that heart keeps beating, man. That is amazing. Whoa. Good you got God. an elephant's that is, heart. That know? is just amazing. Oh, my God. So even the even the really good applications are are questionable there. Now you think of the crazy applications, Lawrence. Where where can you go with this? What scares you about this? Where you say, okay, we can control all of this. Children, we can we could design children that they're going to be a certain size, a certain shape. I whatever. don't like it. I don't like it. I, I think even the animal mixing with humans. Like, oh, absolutely. And then the animal in animal. I remember. Like, I remember a dark cool angel on TV mm-hmm. to have a dog that could talk. Oh God, Brad! Stop! What? It. What? Just, stop just watch it. TV. That's what you do. That's where you find them. <laughs> okay, right, Lord. So everybody, everybody can start designing their children. They can go in and pick. Imagine mm-hmm. the future: twenty, fifty, hundred years. That's playing God. It is playing God. But think about this: you go in. What would people choose? Imagine this: does anybody choose the kid that is slightly overweight but a real good heart, nice kid on the block? No. No, Jeff, everyone chooses the kid who can throw a football 75 uh-huh. yards mm-hmm. and is perfect blah, blah, blah. And they're just cheating. Super smart. Super they're just cheating. Either you got it or you don't. Then what happens? There's no cream of the crop. Everybody becomes the Everyone's same. The same. Yeah. Now, wait, wait it's a like minute. the movie Gattaca. Have you guys seen the movie Gattaca? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like that with genetic yeah. engineering. Yeah. And yeah. then everybody starts making the same. If what you're saying is true. if Okay, so, so we've got to stay where we are. You, you have the kids you have. <laughs> They're smart, they're stupid. Whatever they are, they are at. Mm-hmm. The parents in Cincinnati, going back to that, they are what they are. They cannot be, they are what they are. You can't hold them at fault for yeah. what they did. But I, I just feel believe you can get rid of stupid. Some people just, <laughs> so, you have, so, so you're, you're okay, okay you doing it if you get rid of stupid. Oh, yeah, you can't get stupid. We okay. spit that RNA out. It's the yeah. stupid yeah. RNA, we're good. We can yeah. eradicate so long as that. Stupid is I may ride with you on that one, Lord. The further <laughs> this tech goes, there's going to be a time that these people who control it or the government will say no. You can't have kids. You're too stupid. You mm-hmm. know they'll start to pick and choose wow. who Ooh, can have that's the kids, a good point. and they'll pick it to the point that you have a moral obligation right now to get the uh, diseases taken care of. And, and that's why this is all such a. But then we're all going to be the same, like Doc was saying. We're all healthy. We're all 250 years old. Well, now what? Of course, we're going to push again and say, okay, well then let's be gods. Let's Are see you if we sure? can fly. Let's see if we can keep pushing. And when you do that, you, you we're going to. Are you sure? Wait, wait, we can fly. You have a hoodie under this? your jacket. It's freezing in here. That's why. So, so Andrew, Andrew, wait a minute. To that point, you're right. Some people in this room. We have a huge problem that doesn't get addressed a whole lot uh, from conservative or libertarian outlets, and that is the problem of corporate America and what they do. Mm -hmm. Now, the left, a lot of the progressives out there say, oh, like the Bernie Sanders, it's all the corporations, they're too big, this is whatever. They're right to a point. They believe that all capitalism is horrible. The problem is what they don't realize is many of the examples they cite is not capitalism. These are cronies. Exactly. And we know this. To that point, as you get these big companies that control this technology, they say, Andrew, that's great that you have a child and you're interested in this technology because your child's going to die and we're willing to give it to you for $45 million, (laughs) right? right? That only the elite get their children taken care of. I wouldn't say that for the money because in one of these next videos, they say how cheap it is. So they'll make it available to the masses, but... Ultimately, who's controlling the technology? This company. Yeah, like, but there's always a they would just say, "Hey, we don't think." Stuff. Oh yeah, there'd there's be a surcharge, a surcharge, but that wouldn't for... block off the people. They would just make it a subjective okay. idea and say, "Well, you're just, you're just stupid. We don't want to continue your let's, kind." Let's let's see the, the rest about. of their uh, objective with this technology. The second video here. This is true cut and paste genetics, and it's making the science fiction of a decade ago seem completely plausible today. CRISPR shortens genetic engineering work from years to weeks and reduces the cost of each experiment from more than $5,000 before CRISPR to less than $50 now. 
A person with a background in genetics can learn the basics in a day or two. The genome is now a dry erase board that anyone can scribble on. Consider our mosquito. Scientists have successfully used CRISPR to deliver a genetic tweak that makes mosquitoes immune to the malaria parasite, so they can't spread it to humans. But there was still a problem: how to get this gene to spread through an entire population of mosquitoes. Genetic changes are usually only inherited by half an organism's offspring, and by a quarter of those offspring's offspring. It's quickly swallowed up by a large gene pool. But last year, scientists unveiled another CRISPR breakthrough—a gene drive that pushes the genetic changes to almost 100% of offspring. Mosquitoes reproduce so quickly, immunity could flash through an entire population of mosquitoes in a single season. Boom! No more malaria. Okay, I've got it.、Mm. We're looking about—we're looking at this the wrong way, guys. We're looking at the wrong way. How do you mean? You know, all of those things are issues. If you're one of the masses, but if you're one of the if you're the man, then it's not a problem because you're at the top. We need to open wall genes, wall genes on every corner. <laughs> okay. You roll down to your local pharmacy. It's wall genes. Get your gene splicing. Get your gene on. Get your whatever, and we become the man. We make the money, right? You、We're、get、capitalists. like a frequent splicer card. Frequent sl- splicer card, that type of thing. Yeah. It's, ac- it's funny you mention that because there is a video game called Bioshock. I don't know if anybody's familiar with it. I'm assuming not. You're all older、no. than I am, except you.、Um, except for me. There, it's about gene splicing, and it's about this utopian society that this、uh, creator, this founder, tried to do in the 1950s. And it's buried, and it's in the ocean. It's on the floor. But the point is, everybody was trying to perfect their bodies, and they were trying to be able to learn how to throw fireballs and lightning. Was the you know how far so they went? So he's behind this. Yes. <laughs> it's the game's fault. They were so concerned about being the perfect body, the perfect strength and intelligence that they started taking it to such extreme lengths, like lightning, fireballs, and telekinesis, that they all just ripped each other apart because of the human condition. The human condition is you're jealous, you're 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 sinful, you're just a terrible person. So when you try to upgrade your body, you're still. If you're a terrible person, but here's the answer to say no.、So. We'll do it right this time.、It's、the same thing. How, no, this is how they push socialism and communism、right. time and time again. This It's a time. failed experiment. Right, no,、right. this time we'll get it right. We're smarter. We're going to go ahead. We won't go to lightning bolts and fireballs. It, it could be what you were saying. Just go to, down to your local, you know, market on the street and well, say, "Hey,、uh, shoot me up." But well, and that would be that would be down the road a piece. How does this、right. stuff always start, right? I have a razor phone. Doesn't everyone like my razor? It's the chocolate、mm-hmm. razor. Everyone has it. Where are we now? We trade these things in all the time,、oh, yeah. and we want the latest, latest technology. So、yeah. it starts off slow with just some people being able to afford and get the technology. And I only want to use it to get rid of the disease in my child, making them live. And it gets to the point where girls, before they're going out, are getting their hair done down in wall jeans. Getting their hair done. And it's <laughs> right their hair do, and, but, but and it、uh, making it, it blonde. It not continues、brunette. to this.、Uh, Pendulum of what is a luxury and what is a right. Right, yeah. You know, and、mm-hmm. and that's where it's going to go down. So people are going to start right saying、now. this、Come、is、on. a right. I personally、you、think healthcare is a luxury. It's a luxury. Is this just the not- argument that, that they had when when when、uh, vaccines were created, va- polio vaccines?、Mm-hmm. That was a naturally occurring. You had polio. You do we? So、really、maybe we're make- sweating nothing here. I don't know. Fifteen years down the road, tell us, won't it? If a few people have this gene splicing ability to get rid of, to become visible, like if they're blind, if they were able to fix their eyes,、right. then you're going to have the general population of the world saying, "How dare you, in your class society, keep that from us?" And so you'll have to make it affordable to the masses. Then、okay. once it is,、for、then everybody's going to want to start competing each other for fifty bucks, more or less. And then that's amazing. You'll just be keep climbing that wall and say, "I want to be better," and then you just. 
our entire genome will be so screwed up by then. How do you guys feel about the um, genetically modified foods? For you personally, we've explored some of the options of, you know, would you do something like this when it comes to it? But what about the genetic modified foods? How do you feel about that? Mm. I love chicken, but these legs are starting to get... And you're ingesting ingesting things into your own body that... That have been altered. Yeah, yeah I don't exactly. Like it. That, that, that's that's a slippery. I would slope. say with all of this, there has to be transparency, right? If sure. You, if you roll down to the store, we need absolute transparency and honesty. So if you want the technology or the genetically modified foods, fine. If you absolutely don't, it should be crystal clear, it black and white labeled. in the package, mm-hmm. right? Well, and well, people make that argument too that we're able to feed more people now and would be able to feed the world by use of these. Yeah, but they also die a lot sooner as well. I we're know. See, that's die the from something. You know, it's, if it's. GMOs. I mean, do you want to die of hunger or do you want to die of? But some all of you guys cancer? are going to die before me. Are you sure? You don't know that. <laughs> Just because I eat Taco Bell most days? I mean, come on. Taco Bell's good. Taco, Taco Bell is good. You're saying we have yeah. an Atlas at-risk lifestyle compared yeah. to you? I mean, because it's labeled gym. non-GMO, labels don't mean anything. Right. How about this? Do. How do you know that the company's telling the truth when it says non-GMO? This is organic. This oh, is you don't whatever. believe that crap? No, I don't. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't like, know. They might be I just lying eat the me. food. If it tastes good, I want it. Done deal. I mean, I don't buy that stuff, but I, I buy what's ever cheap is. Oh, okay. but but you like to know what's there. If I see a leg you know? that's much larger than it's supposed to be, I'm like, okay, that's where I draw the line. That's a massive thigh right you there. Know? Yeah. So would you guys use the genetic splicing material personally? Imagine it becomes cheap enough. You can get out of wall jeans. Um, and some, uh, whatever the technology is available, and you can, you can walk, roll down and, uh, and get something done, relatively inexpensive. On your own would body. you, and if you did, what would you have done? Ooh. I would get more fat. <clears throat> I'd get, I'd get well, less you've been fat. trying to beef up, right? Yes. I only have 5% body fat. That is severely you more underweight. Muscled? No, I want a little fat, because I'm cold in here. If the fat would insulate me a little bit, then I could pack on the pounds like the muscles. <laughs> okay, what about you guys? So Genetically, uh, I, w- I, w- I would change my reaction to sugar, processed Ooh. sugar. To make you angry? Uh, a little bit. I have a little sugar rage. So you walk down the aisle of the store, you sugar. see it? And you, okay. Yeah, it just, I wouldn't get it. <clears throat> just wouldn't. Nothing? Lawrence is perfect. Wait, I probably wait would. I'm years. not perfect, but You'll I like that. change your mind. I like that I'm not perfect. Okay. I probably would just because I'd be so so curious about what it. What would just you have technology. done? Technology. I'd probably height for one thing at it. Or <laughs> wait a minute, you would need you would need to be taller. No, I'm would just you, saying, like if you're saying, you need to be hey, we could change something about your physical appearance. Be like, uh, you don't feel you're oh tall. Why are you so hard well, on yourself? Yeah, yeah, seriously, how tall are you? No, I don't, I don't feel like I'm too too short. No, you didn't ask me this question. How tall are you? Physical. How tall? I'm five five. Five four five five. Oh yeah! In fact, you need to use this. You need to use this technology. Oh, yeah. Something like <laughs> no, no, again, that's not something that like I feel is holding me back or Tough whatnot. Room. But I, I mean, mean if, if there was out there, I could where I could walk down to Wall Jeans and pay fifty dollars down and and get a couple extra inches on my height. I'd be curious to try that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although I mean, I, I'm also liking to try new fads and trends when they come out, just because I like new so, experience. So life. what if they find stuff to bring your loved ones back next? Are y'all back totally good? Dead? Raise the dead. Back from the dead. No. No, I'm I've already more. It's coming. It's just too much effort to get to know uh, him again. Uh, <laughs> it's you know, I've already hey, Lawrence. I've already taken the oh, number out of my phone. Oh my god! Yeah, my dad died a few months ago. I got to put his number back in. Well, yeah, just, like what are the oh, parameters of this? Do you have them for an hour, or do they like reincarnated as a child? And like, but you know, those there's always those people that you just wish you can say goodbye to. Okay, you know? I'll give you that. Some people I can't imagine so, that, but who knows? Reanimated for five seconds to say uh, goodbye. I would uh, at this point in my life uh, work on the, uh, the hairline. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd get a little bit of that back. That's where yeah. you make your money. Is it, would that be of interest to anybody yes. else here? And that you, have, you have a good point. That well, are you be, going bald? What makes you say no, that? No, but uh, yeah. <laughs> just some of us maybe. No, um, that is a good 
total male yeah. industry right I there. If you had the hair. ability to give men back their hair, like they make sex. All right, quick break in back with more of the Patents Stew program. It's Doc and Skip, Lawrence, Andrew, and Brad with us today as well. It's that black guy. I want to be a believer. I, I really mm-hmm. want to be. I want to. If I go to see a movie and it's fiction, I give myself to the movie. I, I just transfer. I want that in my life. So if somebody presents me with information or a conspiracy theory for whatever, I so want to believe it because it's interesting. And conspiracy theories are interesting or no one would pay attention at all. Fun. I yeah. so yeah. want to believe, but I have this character flaw when it comes to conspiracy theorists, and that is, I'm really a cynical and skeptical person. <laughs> I but want I to want believe. to believe it so much. Over the years, there has been a conspiracy theory about the Denver airport. <gasps> the airport in Denver. Yeah, I, I know you're saying to yourself, <laughs> what conspiracy could be? That apparently it's evil or yeah, what is here's a the, I, I've flown through DIA many times and let me tell you there's something going on at that airport you believe so I truly oh, do okay. and I'm not one Come normally on. be like oh conspiracy theories there is so much weird crap at that airport and, and this is based primarily on the murals on the, the floor uh, the murals, and the all the artwork um, there's a, a huge menacing um, 60 foot black um, uh, uh, Mustang Mustang oh no it has glowing red eyes. I knew Welcome that we were going to get down the path that everything <laughs> in the airport is black. So that's why it's wrong. Dude, that's why it's wrong. That's but dude, many of the murals in the airport, too, have these post-apocalyptic images, <laughs> too. Men in gas masks with fire, children Okay, screaming. it's bad artwork. So they put bad art in it. Does it mean the it's evil? The runways are in the shape of a swastika. The runways are in the shape of a swastika. Which is probably true of most airports that have runways north, south, yeah, east, and west. <laughs> there's the... There's Mason There's items that. all over the airport, like right. Freemason symbols all over the airport. They're, they're only responsible Mason. for national treasure. Come on. No, here's Mason's the deal. The, the, this airport, I don't have the figures here. It ended up costing, like they said it was going to cost them a like billion dollars. I believe. It ended up being like four or five times the budget. Yeah, hold they, it. Hold it on that one. So based on the fact that governments overspend... <laughs> Right. When they budget something, that's a conspiracy. But I would say that's that, government, isn't it? That well, no, is this, the, is, this is one of a hundred things that I'm okay, okay. That's the best kept yeah. secret because they were spending the money on five story buildings that are below the runway. There's the thing. They've got they've got Wait, oh huge, that. huge oh areas beneath the uh, beneath yes. the runways and beneath the airport scaled out. Five stories down. Where they you know, do we have proof of that? Yes. Where they keep the Where is there proof well, of that? I mean, Where we is have proof? some video of some of a like Yeti? A teenager. No, not the Yeti. That's oh. like no, they've even given tours of the underground area. Oh, Those are legit. Those oh, are okay. absolutely legit. Oh my God. I haven't heard here's about their, that. Here's their claim on it. They claim that they wanted to go ahead and have the state-of-the-art baggage handling carrying system. Which they did. That would take them from uh, from the check-in area out to the actual terminals. Which they did some of. And it almost They, they never got it fully implemented to the, they think that mm-hmm. to well, the level they had wanted to. Well, when this opened, and Brad, you might remember, um, there was a major failure where it took them oh, like, yeah. like two years to get it. It still yeah. wasn't right. 
right. It never, yeah, they they never got that right, and and didn't and the roof, I think, on this thing leaked like a sieve too. Yeah, yeah. it um, was when they built mess. this airport twenty some odd years ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. There was no need for this airport. Well, they, they had put it in the middle of nowhere. They put it in which, the middle of nowhere. That's which, standard which, now, though. That's yeah, that's standard. a good idea because that we have room to expand. But not even to the level they have this one out. So this the builders like and planners just suck. Dude, have you ever been to Pittsburgh? Their airport's that far away or farther. A lot of them, mm-hmm. they used to build them closer to town. Now they build them out. So as Brad said, you can develop the land around it, and also you can build a larger airport. Right. These cities that and are noise. older, you don't have the zoning or noise. Right. Um, so you have to build them outside of town. I don't necessarily buy that. But apparently there's now a new bunker that's been discovered by somebody online, and they have a video of yeah, it. Yeah, this, uh, this brilliant man by the name of Tyler Glockner of Secure Team 10. I'm not sure what that means. But he has, he has <laughs> oh, evidence that 10, he yeah. would like to yeah. bring I forth. See and let us crap. I want to see, see it. So All right, let's watch We can this. check out the first video. Now, there have been a range of conspiracy theories, so-called, about the Denver International Airport. The most known is that this Denver airport, which is, by the way, the largest airport in the United States, is likely a massive base. Well, the base is actually said to be underground, and we know for a fact, and we'll show you some evidence here in a moment, that would prove this to be the case and that basically the airport is going to be a major hub and mechanism in the continuity of government process. And it's almost as if they've built this airport with some sort of information that we don't know about that something bad is going to happen in the near future. That we don't know about, but there's something bad that's going to happen. Something bad will happen. What did he just say? It's a fact. Hold hold, hold on. I would say what he just said, there is a little (laughs) bit of historical evidence to support that. There is a history in America when they do want to hide something, they give it a back and a cover story. Example, the Greenbrier Hotel in West Virginia. You familiar with it? In uh, southeastern West Virginia, in Greenbrier County, my father grew up around there, had told me for years that underneath this palatial hotel, I mean, this is a very upscale hotel, five-star over the years, something like 20-some presidents have stayed there, Mm. that there was a secret government bunker underneath. And I said, listen, old man, you're crazy. Everybody you did. People about? thought it was just as crazy as us talking about this airport right now. And he said, listen, you have relatives that work down this thing. I'm telling there's a bunker under there. And I'm like, whatever. Mid-90s, I'm working on the air in Lincoln, Nebraska. I open up USA Today, and on the front page, it has... Massive secret bunker discovered on, under on, Greenbrier. And they admitted <laughs> it. What they had done was during the 50s, during the Cold War, they said, we need a retreat for Congress in case there is a disaster. And as the crow flies, it's relatively close to Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. that they can go there and all have a place to stay. Mm. And they designed it so... The cover story was they needed a uh, exhibition hall, conference space at a hotel in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia, for a lot of conferences there, right? Sure. And that gave them, they excavated down and they built this thing. People would come in and out of the bunker, go in and out of the bunker all day as part of the exhibition, and that was the cover. They had this huge blast door that was hidden behind a facade, and you would walk in and out, and that was the display, space, display area. And then there were parts of it that were, were kept uh, hidden where people didn't go into. Now, anybody that was smart, if you go to the Greenbrier Hotel, they had two side conference rooms, and one of them sat 100 people, and the other one sat 435 people. 
the exact number of people, of representatives uh, in the House uh, and in the Senate, whoa, that this is where they would convene. Go. And they had a broadcast facility with a big picture of the Capitol Dome behind it, so if they had to broadcast to people, they could say, look, the government is in, is still together and whatever. So there is a history and, and of this th- stuff. there was this much of a backlash, as we're talking about with the airport, people would say, these guys are crazy, now there's nothing there. Okay. There is a bit of a precedent. You could, by the way, you could tour this works. at the Greenbrier Hotel, it's fantastic. Hmm. And yeah, they, they pay 10 and bucks. Is, is there, there is a bunker under the, There is. I've been in it. It's amazing to see. And the people who, who worked on the bunker, because they had to have somebody maintain it to have it ready you know, at a moment's notice. You can't have these weird guys hanging around all the time. The Greenbrier <laughs> Hotel had a deal with a special telephone company that was across the street that serviced all the phone lines at the Greenbrier Hotel. And they would come in in their outfits and always be working on the phone lines at the Greenbrier Hotel. And they were the government type. So it was hidden in plain sight. It was hidden in plain sight, and there's even a railroad stop from Washington, D.C. And again, I've flown through DIA several times. I've done a bunch of research. I can't remember all the list of things they say is weird about it. But the more I've looked into this, the more I've thought... There's something. Yeah, there. I've flown into it once, and there's a lot of it is a weird, weird ass airport. Which you think, okay, whatever, but okay, based off of now what you just told me, okay, that does like seem I said, to I, lend I, it more credence. So there's parts two and three where this. Dude I don't goes know into to details. what level that goes, but I, I would I would bet money on there being something government something. secret related oh, okay. there, yeah. but not aliens or anything like no, that. No, I didn't that's say that. I don't know. Works in uh, that's Area 51. That's yeah, Area 51. That's which, which they moved actually. I think down to uh, Area 52. No, they're right. Right, Patterson. Just before Area 53, there was always the thing with Wright Patterson. Wright Patterson, but didn't they? They moved Area 51 down to Arizona, and but but then it it turned out to be just a cover story. It stayed where it was. Oh, I see. Uh Room Lake's still there. 52 was a cover story. Maybe Buck knows this stuff. Yeah, he can't be. He won't talk about it. He won't talk. You know, let's watch the other video and see if this guy has a point about the bunkers. I'm curious about this now. Visitors to the airport immediately noticed a number of mysterious Masonic symbols, murals, images, writing that depicted the end of the world. And you're seeing some of those images here. And a lot of these things are linked directly to the New World Order and the Freemasons. So this here is the Mustang, which you are greeted with when first arriving at the airport. And you look at this thing and it's a big demonic blue Mustang sitting up back on its hind legs with red, demonic, glowing eyes. And it was one of the earliest public art commissions for the airport in 1993. And oddly enough, the artist, Louis Jimenez, died in 2006 while creating the sculpture when the head fell on him and severed an artery in his leg. So then we have these very scary, to many people, murals that are very shocking, that depict images of people dying, children dying, these long lines of people uh, that look to be diseased. We have this very scary figure standing here in an officer's uniform carrying a sword in one hand and an AK-47 in the other, complete with a gas mask, implying that the instrument of death in this case is a biological weapon. And these murals are everywhere. This is at an airport. That is creepy. Yeah. All right. And I'm not trying to freak anybody out. All right. All right. So the Freemason stuff kind of scares me. Okay. Because I believe them. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what. My grandfather was a Mason. My dad's a Mason. And I never forget when I was a little boy, um, my grandfather was always telling me, hey, be a Mason. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. My dad would never be one. And my dad, uh, I got a letter in the mail one day uh, when I was uh, getting ready to graduate high school. And my dad ripped it up. 
but it was from the Masons. It was like every president that's been one, da 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 da. My grandfather had passed away. Anyway, when I started doing my undercover videos, when I first got into journalism and all that stuff, I started getting death threats. And they broke in my house and everything, and I get one call one time. And uh, it's, they didn't tell me who they were, but they said, my, your grandfather told us to look out for you. And the those Illuminati. People, those people were my security detail for six months while I was getting death threats, and I didn't pay them a dime. And we're talking about former Navy SEALs, mm-hmm. Army Rangers, and everything. And I saw some freaky stuff with There's that. There's something there, man. So I ain't messing with that. There's something I ain't there. messing with that. Here's the thing about the artwork, though. Okay, let's say you, you are going to hide something. Are you going to give people a reason to question it with a bunch of artwork around? Wouldn't you downplay it? The artwork matters. Well, but it's something. such a blatant, But the imagery weird, is so important. It, it's, but it, it's so blatant that, again, it's hidden in plain sight. Why would we ever put artwork like that in an area where we didn't want people to question? That'd be cr- only a crazy person would do that. Okay, maybe you're right. Okay, I want to hear more about the bunker they supposedly got. Let's see the video on the bunker. Let's get to that. This is Denver Airport. By the way, an Uh interesting fact is that nobody really knows who paid for the Denver Airport and its construction. However, all we do know is the fact that this dedication stone with this Freemason symbol in the middle, as you're seeing, and some very odd things are written here. The first one is the quote here that says, the time capsule beneath this stone contains messages and memorabilia to the people of Colorado in 2094. So, 2000, why 2094? Again, do they know something we don't? And when you take in all the evidence about DIA, and sometimes I will reference the Denver International Airport as DIA to cut down on time. So, it's very eerie, and it reminds me of the Georgia Guidestones which we will also talk about here in just a minute. But again, very odd. So then under this Masonic symbol, we have another quote that says, New World Airport Commission. And it sounds innocent enough until you find out that the New World Airport Commission does not exist. And, I mean, you just look at the name of it. New World Airport. As opposed to what? The old world? The world that we are all living in now? The world that may have existed when the future people of 2094 look back on this and think of the old world. So again, you have to read between the lines. And it's all very cryptic. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let me get this straight. The airport was was uh, dedicated in 1994, and the time capsule is 2094. That's all very, very weird. And, Brad, you have a theory about this when we come back? Oh, yeah. About why? Why 2094? <laughs> oh, why 2094? You guys are asking me random. <laughs> okay, Brad's going to tell you his, yeah. story, his uh, theory coming back next yeah. about why it would be 2094. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. for Pat and Stu today. Uh, we've got uh, Andrew, Brad, and uh, Lawrence with us as well. Be- uh, gonna- Who does not mess with the Masons. Yeah, by, by the way, way be- and before we, we mm-hmm. go any further, too, I mean, Doc, you're kind of poo-pooing the whole Denver airport It's, it's far-fetched. Again, it's Let a conspiracy say, theory. Once again, your father had a connection with, with the My Masons, My father right? was a Mason and a Knights Templar. Oh, he was just a Mason. So he was a Knights Templar. That's, that would explain what Knights okay. Templar means. He was... He was one he of was, the... Within his order, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, too, Brad, you've been pretty quiet <laughs> on uh, the whole Mason. Do you have any Masons? Masonry family connections? My, my father was. There it is! 
We got two Masons in here. Yep. We're not Masons. My I don't know Mason. that. We I don't know that. Family. My grandfather was a Mason. That's what I was telling you. My grandfather was a Mason. Okay. So I, I, We're I alone in this. I have no one in the Mason. My dad wouldn't family. do it. But my grandfather was. See, all I said was my father was a Mason and I was in Demolay. See, my That's family, my family was, was never, in Knights of Columbus. Okay, we got I was we got never, Masons over here. I was never <laughs> actually a Mason. I was just in the the pre-Masons Demolay for boys. Okay, so you were you were you were at, at one point a practicing Mason though. I was not. I was in Demolay. I mean, you may not have been a very high level, but you're you never were out. You're never out. with Demolay. Did you? I'm dad not. Ever? But it sounds French. It is. It's, it was named after Jacques de Molay, who was burned at the stake. De Molay. Ah. No, I'm just well, saying that the two guys with close Mason connections are the one who are all poo-pooing. Yeah, like I, say, I don't know how deep this <laughs> rabbit hole goes, but there is there is <laughs> something funky at that airport. Well, and then it goes back to my, my theory about the, the, the time capsule. <clears throat> no. Oh, yes. Yeah. What is your theory yeah. about the time capsule? Because well, it was dedicated 1994, and on the video he was like, they're not going to open it up until 2090. Why 2094? Uh, this, I know, it, I it's going to sound strange what when I say it. No, it's not. Yeah. It's 100 years later. Wait, 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 oh. what? Uh, yeah, I know. It's crazy. But if you take 2094 Nine, and so on a, ca- you might a calculator and subtract, yeah. okay. subtract 1,994. Mm. It's 100. It's, it comes out 100 right here. Are y'all here. trying yeah. to write yeah. off there? Wow. Well, are y'all yeah. trying to piss off the Mason? Okay, no, I'm not going to clown. Seriously. All right, well, You fine. really put Seriously. in the video, you didn't Seriously. realize it's 100 this, years? I don't understand why the black guy always dies first in the middle. Because <laughs> we never piss off the other guy. We never do it. But y'all guys are asking for trouble. But you, dude, you know why the black be... guy always dies? He runs. No. Y'all the, stay no, and no, watch. Because no. the Masons <laughs> want him to die. That's See? It. all a big conspiracy. That's, That's what why. it is. I, I, I'm sure there's some significance to 100 years, too, in Masons of some... Well, if you try to get if you were going to do a time capsule, what yes. would you do? It 87 no, years, like, numerology 94 years? and stuff often does. Let's round it up to 100 years. years. Well, and they do do 50 years sometimes, but you do round you numbers. You, you did 50, whatever. Okay, I know. All I'm saying is they chose 100 for a reason. Because, because one, one reason. What's the reason? Zero plus I don't zero. know. I'm not amazing. Oh, the restart of, of the world. With the New World Order. Yeah, the, the New Lion World. crap, yeah. So know. they got, like, like the, a Wi-Fi stick or something in there so they can get back onto the Internet after <laughs> the is, EMP or whatever. Exactly and, you know, the Bavarian Illuminati probably had something to do with it, too, Skip. I'm don't, sure bring the the Don't bring the Bavarians in. You guys <laughs> are asking for trouble. <laughs> Come on. Every last single one of you. We're hiding it in plain sight, Lawrence. Okay. Is what if there is something. Now he's weeing all sight. over it. Okay, I see. Okay. see. If they're poo-pooing it, then it's okay because they're part of the group. They're the Freemasons. It's okay. Let's wrap all day up by if there is something there. Mm-hmm. That there is, is something, oh, there's something there. If there is, beyond its stated goal as an airport, mm-hmm. what would it be? What is? What do you think it would be? Um, some secret government facility, probably. What would it be? Oh, no, it's got to be some secret government facility. Uh, uh, Andrew, well said. Brad, um, uh, Lawrence, rather? No, it's a city. It's a city? It's For a who? city. For a secret who? government city. Okay, let's examine this a bit. A secret government city, city of, like, if there's an EMP or something, and then there is all tech. So yeah. we're all saying, if there is something there, it is a government secret for the government. Does it have anything and to do with And you guys won't get or? in because you pissed who them off. Oh, I'm not in the government. Who else spends $4.8 billion on something that is hidden? That's what government does. Exactly. My point. No. Oh, okay, so you're saying they'd hit it because they're buried well, money. Well, I'll, I'll get in. You guys won't. <laughs> well, I won't. I'm riding with <laughs> yes, you on yeah, it. Take me with you, Lawrence. Yeah. Come on. I'm All coming right, around. Guys, Don't forget this me. This has quickly de-evolved. Yeah. You know, we'll uh-huh. talk uh, maybe about Elvis, the grassy knoll next. Oh, uh, my God. tie together and tie into this. Elvis did it, Bigfoot was likely there. 
Uh, the Loch Ness the Monster is probably hitting there. We'll get to all of that coming up next. It was Raul. Don't forget Cruise. Tupac, man. Yeah, Tupac. Right. Biggie. Tupac. Tupac. Oh, 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 he's definitely alive. Oh, Tupac. I'm with you on that. Man. <laughs> no, you seriously. I'm not joking. The initiation ceremony itself, notoriously peculiar, involves the After a pretty big void in movies for a while, there's some uh, pretty decent movies that have come out recently, or at least some popular ones. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, good ones. There's a couple of superhero movies that have yeah, come Civil out. Civil War was Civil great. Civil War was really good. Mm-hmm. X Men was great. Or, I haven't seen that yet, but it's, it was it's good. Been done real well. It. What else just opened this last? Uh, uh, that did real well. There's another one out there that I haven't seen a lot. X Men. I've tried to remember what's out. Well, Deadpool was Deadpool. You know, that, that, was that was fun. Uh, that was a while ago. Yeah, that was a while. That was a couple months ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was on DVD now. It was out several months ago. Oh, yeah, several uh, months the ago. Jungle Book just came out, which looked good. I didn't get to see. Oh, it was great. Awesome. It was, was great. It? Yeah, I'm a movie person. I love movies. Right. Well, there's a uh, new one coming out that has to do with the deep water uh, drilling disaster yeah, deep, out in the deep water horizon. The story of the BP oil spill back in 2000. Was that the six years ago? Six years ago. Wow. Uh, But we do have the trailer for it. Uh, It's done kind of a uh, uh, non-political. Here's what happened. Yeah. My my feeling is they're kind of doing the 13-hour, you know, secret soldiers of Benghazi approach, where they're not trying to make it political. They're just saying, here's a good human story. Let's watch it for its own value and not ask why it happened. 13 hours was great. Let's well, let's and they did a good job at not making it political. Let's see if they from the trailer we could tell if they do a pretty good job. Let's see. Now you need to get me a fossil. I will. I want to be able to hold it up and say my daddy tames the dinosaurs. We are big company. Millions of moving parts. Hey, how you doing, man? We all work very hard to ensure those moving parts are functioning as means to very profit win for all of us. Have a smoke? <laughs> hey, come close to the computer. Give me those eyes. No! That is a genuine dinosaur tooth. She's gonna flip out. Someone at your door. Are you seeing this? Get everybody off! Mike, what is that? Is everything okay? Deepwater Horizon. 
Yes, when I first cool. thought yeah. about the trailer, I was That's thinking cool. more, more about the, uh, the, the disaster spill. where they're yeah. the spill, they're trying to get it up. But this yeah. was more about what happened yeah. when when the crap hit the fan. I kind of like it, too. That looks it's awesome. Yeah, it's like a great just... setup of the stories, the characters, the families, and then the moment that it breaks, and then them trying to get off. It seems like that's probably going to be well, the, the struggle. Movie. Well, Andrew, to your point, it was kind of like how Michael Bay approached the uh, the 13 Hours movie, too, which it wasn't a political, it was telling the, mm-hmm. a, a intense human story. Great that's film, That's what I think this way. is. Of survival. Excellent. Just like those, this is survival. Those are tough guys out there. I mean, mm-hmm. the guys who work in oil fields, and, and they're, they're, it's yeah. a tough breed. Especially jumping into the water at the end. Into the trailer, oh yeah, you know, because I don't do the water thing. I guess you don't say. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I thought I, I had forgotten about the the fire and everything on the rig mm-hmm. because all I remember about it was the oil spill. And, and do you guys remember how over how immense the spill was too when they first started reporting oh, yeah. on it? It was like oh, it's a couple thousand. It ended up being like millions of gallons per minute. Yeah, it was the headline story for weeks. It, yeah, it killed it eleven crewmen. So huge. Eleven. I didn't know people died. Yeah, I, didn't, I, don't, I don't remember any of that. So it was a, ignited a fireball visible from 40 yeah, miles they, away. They were so busy talking about the animals, they didn't talk yeah. about the humans that died. You know, that's a really good point about that. It, it, the fact that that's all I remember was the day after that's day a, of them trying to cap it and how much oil is going to be in the yeah. ocean. I don't remember I anybody no even dying. Me either. Yeah. And in then my how many mind, ducks are going to be covered in oil? Exactly. That's all I heard. Had and the whole asked, rig sank. And you asked me before oh, we start talking about this, tell me about the Deepwater Horizons and oil spill, whatever. Everything you know, I would have said that there was a bunch of oil that ended up right. in the ocean and yep. they tried to cap the oil. Yeah. I didn't know one person died. I'd forgotten. Wow. I didn't know it was 11. I thought it was about four. I knew a couple of people had. I didn't even know. Any. That is sad. That's that is really cool. sad. All right. Now we know. Yeah, interesting stuff. And apparently it did sink, and the the, uh, uh, the well was just gushing at the seabed. Yeah, the, I remember now seeing the images of the, uh, the the oil gushing in. Maybe they had the submergible camera. Yeah, they yeah. had that one camera. That's all I remember. And they had to kind of keep stuffing stuff into the hole until it stopped gushing oil. All right. Thanks so much for joining us today. Pat and uh, Stu will be back next week. We'll be in for them again tomorrow. And thanks tomorrow. to Lawrence, Andrew, and Brad for joining us today as well. If you would, please follow Skip and I on the Twitter. It's at Doc Thompson Show and at Skip Lacombe. And we'll see you tomorrow morning on the Blaze Radio Network. You can uh, check that out at theblaze.com slash radio. Have a great day.